Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the tiny stage hour of Almost Famous 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Every Tuesday night brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Now, first things first, if you're a local musician with original music professionally recorded and you want to hear it on the radio, get all the contact information at 959WATD.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. My name is John Shea. Tonight, we are on the tiny stage with singer-songwriter Yubing Zhu. Good evening. How you doing? Hi, John. I'm good. How are you? I am great. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Yes, you All are. All right. Perfect. Excellent. So introduce yourself. I'm Yuping, and I'm 17 years old. I'm a singer-songwriter from Andover, Massachusetts, and I'm currently a senior at Phillips Academy Andover. And I've been playing music basically my whole life. I did a lot of classical music when I was younger, doing piano and viola, played in orchestra and did a lot of that stuff. Um, And then I started singing my own, singing and writing my own songs um, when I was around 12. And so I've been spending a lot of time in Nashville and Andover back home and I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. I have to tell you, I, I've been listening to your music since you sent me uh, your new single uh, a month or so ago, and it blows my mind that you're 17 years old. Like your your writing is like way <laughs> beyond you. your years. Thank you so much. That means a lot. So talk about how long music has been a part of your life. You've been, you said you've been playing it for as long as you can remember. When did you yeah. actually start like really thinking about music as a, a professional career? Um. That's a good question. I first touched a piano when I think I was about three, and I did Yamaha lessons for a very long time. And then I switched into viola, and I was very dedicated to that. And I actually even went to Spain with my orchestra, and we toured around Spain. And I guess it started, I just remember I would listen to songs on the radio TikTok by Kesha was one of my favorite songs at first, and I would just sing along and go home and do karaoke. And then the first country song that I can remember just listening to, and it totally just flipped a switch, was probably Boys Round Here by Blake Shelton. And ever since then, I started listening to more country music, and I realized that in country music, the stories that they would tell in the music were just so relatable and really struck a chord with me and I realized that I could write my own stories Um, and so ever since then I was probably 12 or 13 I've been doing that. That's incredible. Let's start off with the song. What are we listening to first? This is my most recent single. It's called If Only I Had an Airstream. Let's hear it. You Ping Zhu on 95.9 WATD. It's all yours on the tiny stage. The tumbleweeds I find Indiana If only I had an airstream Oh, I could be flying in the clouds And I could be roaming the highway up and about You just need to show me how I can get 
by the ocean, I'd fix what was broken. If only I had an airstream. In Louisiana, I'd let the lights sling me up to Alabama. If only I had an airstream. Ninety-five-nine WATD. Nice job on that. Thank you. Talk so about much. how you wrote that. Um, I think I wrote this song almost three years ago. I was, I think, I was fifteen when I wrote it, and it was actually me trying to convince my dad that we needed an airstream in our life, and I just remember being fascinated with airstreams at that point, and I still am. I'm completely obsessed with them, and I think it's. It wasn't just like the idea of it, that it was a cool tin cloud that would take you from place to place. I think I was also really fascinated with um, the concept of just how you can go places with it and you're not tied down and not worrying about your next stop or the past, just being in the moment. And so I just wrote this song. I remember telling my dad, okay, go watch TV for 20 minutes. And then he came back and I had this song. So you wrote that entire song in 20 minutes? I think so. Yeah. Wow. That's (laughs) fascinating. Now, did you get the Airstream? I did not. I'm still working on that as of now. (laughs) I'm thinking endorsement. I'm, you know, I wouldn't hate that. That would be good. (laughs) Since you first started writing music, how do you think your writing has evolved? That's a good question. I So I've been writing a couple years now. I kind of use, I'm sort of using like the songs that I've released as a way of marking my progress, I guess. Um, and so when I first released music, I kind of was talking about it as if it was everything that I wish I had the nerve to say before. And I think I was saying that, but looking back on it now, a couple years later, Right now, I'm really embodying that, and I've definitely been able to sort of push the boundaries a little bit. When I was first writing, there were definitely some guidelines that I was following, like this is the verse, this is the chorus, this is the bridge. And I think over time, I've been able to sort of internalize that sort of guideline, but also throw out some of those rules and just say what I want to say and not feel burdened by that. Do you remember when you first gained the confidence to start playing your music live in front of people? I think the first time I played my own songs 
in front of people was in middle school and there was a, a talent show and so I just got up and played my song. But I don't think I ever really got stage fright. Maybe it was because I just grew up playing viola and, and piano and doing workshops like that. Um, and then I just sort of started taking it to other places in Nashville and high school. So, What was going through your mind at that moment? I don't know. I just remember the lights are very bright and you can barely see anyone. <laughs> That's great. We're talking with Yuping Zhu here on WATD tonight. So since back then, when you, when you first started playing, how do you think your confidence has changed over time? Hmm. I think definitely just I've been able to really truly enjoy the moment of being on stage and not having to worry about the fact that the lights are blinding me. Um, and, and I just get to see all the faces, at least somewhat shadows of faces, and see how people are reacting to the songs. I just love love getting to see people in the audience like smiling or or tapping the person next to them on the shoulder like wow that was so cool so awesome it's been good let's hear another song what are we listening to next sure um so when i released first released any music which was my first ep in fall of 2019 um the first single off that ep love letters was called easier um and so this let's is, hear it this is it yuping zoo 95.9 watd on the tiny stage
places you're traveling so far. I hope one day you'll explore my heart. Life is hard, but I know we can conquer the world. Let the rain fall down on us, and we'll dance and twirl. Summer's been easier 'cause I have you. Loving's been easier with you. Yuping Zhu, ninety-five-nine WATD, live on the tiny stage. Nice job. Thank you so much. Talk about how you wrote that one. <laughs> um, sure. I, I think I was always. Intrigued by a love that changed with the seasons, and as I was thinking about that idea a little bit more, I realized that I sort of have very contrasting emotions depending on the time of year, and so I was sort of lingering and toying with that that idea, and came up with this love that grew, fell apart, and came back together in the cycle of a year,、um, and that was easier. So. Do you write from personal experience, or do you have the ability to put yourself into somebody else's shoes and write from their point of view? I think recently I've been doing a little bit of both. I sometimes will take a feeling that I've felt in real life and then sort of draw a different、um, context to it in the song that I haven't really personally experienced.、Um, but I definitely think I've been exploring both sort of ways of writing recently. As you've been writing. Through the years, how do you then continue to keep your song ideas fresh? I've been doing a bunch of different things, especially during this past year. I've been writing songs based off of novels that I've read, which has been a really cool exercise to do. And I've also been getting into poetry and sort of turning my poems into songs. So honestly. I've just been doing a bunch of different things and turning them into music. Now, speaking of poetry, do you ever take a poem or, or a song that you wrote years ago and then revisit it and kind of update it to where you're feeling today in 2021? Um, that's a good question. I actually recently I'm going to play this song later, but I there was this one. I was going through all my notes apps and my song ideas in my phone at the end of 2020 just to sort of like. I guess get a summary of all the feelings that I was feeling, and I found this one line of poetry that I had written from a long time ago, and I just sat down and finished the song right then and there, which was cool. So, now, for example, a song like that, did it maintain the same idea that it started with, or did it kind of change as you grew? I guess it sort of changed as I grew because. I- I mean, it definitely was the perfect time to write that song at that moment because I guess I had just a lot of. Subtle lyrics, maybe embedded somewhere in my mind that I didn't have at the moment where I wrote that line of poetry down,、um, and so I had lived new experiences since I wrote that. So I was able to draw from those. Now that last song, "Easier," that comes off of your EP that dropped in 2019. Yes. Talk about that. Where is that available? 
My EP is called Love Letters, and it has four songs on it. And it was basically just a bunch of love letters I'd written and put together as an EP. And you can find it on basically any major streaming platform, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, probably it's on there. Yuping Zhu is joining us tonight here on WATD on the Tiny Stage. Share with us your website and your social media pages. Sure. My website is yupingzhu.com, which is Y-U-P-I-N-G-Z-H-U. And my Instagram is yupingzhu underscore. And tell us what's available music-wise for you on the web. Um, just my EP Love Letters and my recent single, If Only I Had an Airstream. Fantastic. We are up against our first break of the evening for the 9 o'clock hour, that is. We have a lot more to chat about, more songs from Yuping Zoo right here on the tiny stage. You're listening to Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD and 95.9 WATD.com. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage here on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram tonight at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to our podcast at almostfamousradio.com. So we are being joined on the Tiny Stage this evening by singer-songwriter Yuping Zhu. Good evening. How you doing? I am good. How are you? I am great. Thank you for making this work tonight. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Anytime. So for those who aren't familiar with you, give another introduction. Sure. I'm Yuping Zhu, and I'm a 17-year-old singer-songwriter from Andover, Massachusetts. And I've been doing music my entire life, basically, playing classical music since I was three in piano and viola. And I've been writing country music since I was 12. Awesome. Share your website again and your social media pages. My website is yupingzoo.com and my Instagram is at yupingzoo underscore. You touched upon this earlier in the night. What drew you in about country music? Definitely just the raw honesty of it, I think, really resonated with me in in the storytelling aspect of country music and being true to oneself and not trying to sugarcoat anything, really just... If things are bad, things are bad, and, and I think that makes it really relatable. Absolutely. I completely agree with that, <laughs> especially now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. You started off doing classical music. Did you find the transition from classical to country easy? I think in some ways it was easy, and I didn't. it wasn't really something that I had to think about. Maybe there was some relationship between classical and country music, I'm not really sure, but it felt like a smooth transition to me. So You dropped an EP in 2019 called Love Letters, and a new single just dropped uh, over the summer. Talk about what you have planned musically now that we're into 2021. <laughs> I have been writing a lot and creating a lot of, of cool things, so there are definitely some fun things in store. Awesome. And the best place to stay up to date on those is probably the, the uh, Facebook page? Uh, the Instagram, Instagram is probably where to find everything. So Awesome. Let's hear another song. What's sure. next on your set list? Um, I thought I could play a couple of unreleased songs. Ooh, today. okay. We love those. <laughs> yes. Okay, so this one is called Looking at Clouds. All right. Yuping Zoo, 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage. Mm. 
this kind of love again. We stay up all night wondering what it'd be like if we were more than friends. The way you kill me when you talk like that. When I take a breath, I feel brand new, and I'll do anything you ask. Feel like a child, innocence in your eyes when you smile. Take my hand, pull the blanket down, lay on the ground, and now we're trying to find shapes in the clouds. But I'm wondering what you're thinking about. You're saying something out loud, but I can't stop staring at your mouth. Kiss me like some teenager. Wish on me like a parking lot penny. Say yeah. Like a wind-up toy, and you forget about everything else. 'Cause I make you feel like a child, innocence in my eyes when I smile. Take my hand, put a blanket down, lay on the ground, and now we're trying to find shapes in the clouds. But I'm wondering what you're thinking about. You're saying something out loud, but I can't stop staring at your mouth. Yuping Zoo, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that. Thank you so much. Talk to us about what that one's about. Sure.、Um, well, this is sort of just about someone that makes you feel younger than you are, and I sort of had this image of this childhood memory, I guess, of going to a hill or something, laying down on the grass and trying to find shapes in the clouds, and so I sort of built the song around that moment. Fantastic. I want to talk about influences. Who did you grow up listening to, and who are you listening to currently? Ooh, that's a good one.、Um, I grew up listening to 
I remember listening to Alicia Keys. I feel like A Girl on Fire was my anthem back then. Great song. <laughs> Amazing song. I love it. Um, Blake Shelton definitely was one of my great influences growing up. And also, I've been listening to Sasha Sloan recently, who is just completely changing my world with her lyrics. And also Josh Kerr is also really good. So, How about locally? Are you listening to anybody on the local music scene? Hmm. I feel like I've definitely been keeping up with like the the local people on Instagram and stuff. That's for sure. Very cool. So I want to go back to influences for just a moment and ask if you could pick one song that you wish you had written. Oh. My new favorite question to ask. <laughs> Way to put me on the spot. Um, that Hotel by Donovan Woods is insane. I mean... I just love that song so much. That's an incredible one. Um, Lie by Sasha Sloan also. I love that song. So Awesome. Very cool. Lie is a great tune, too. Yes. We're playing that here on WHD quite a bit. I love it. It's amazing. Do you have any guilty pleasure songs that you listen to but nobody else knows about until now? <laughs> until now. Um Recently, I've been loving Talking Body, which I'm not ashamed of it. I think it's amazing. I love that song. I've been doing a lot of throwback pop recently, like Teenage Dream, definitely. I went through all the Katy Perry music videos, like TGIF, <laughs> on at like 11 p.m. one night, and it was fantastic. The Super Bowl performance with the Sharks. Oh, yes. I remember that. That was iconic. I loved it. <laughs> We're chatting with Yuping Zhu tonight here on WATD. Let's do another song. What's next on your list? Um, this is also an unreleased one, and it's called Harder My Mind. Let's hear it. 95.9 WATD. We're on the tiny stage. Flashback to when I saw you on a Wednesday afternoon My heart jumped out of my chest My mind was racing fast Part of me wanted to call out your name Part of me said to shut up and wait Didn't want to say something foolish But maybe I did Yeah, yeah I don't know who to listen to Stay back at something The half said, girl, don't you stay You might do something you'll regret But would that be so bad? I don't know who to listen to Stay back or something falling at you Go left or right, just choose Either way, I have something to lose Kinda wanna get to know who you are Kinda wonder if I should make you mine Answer depends if you ask in my heart 
Pooping Zoo on 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that. Thank you so much. Talk about how you wrote that one. Sure. Um, I, I remember going through a little bit of a internal dilemma at the point where I wrote this song, and I was just thinking about how my heart was telling me to do one thing, and my mind was saying the exact opposite. Um, and I was like, should I go with the feelings, or should I maybe look at this practically and take a step back? Um, and so I had no idea what to do about it. So I just wrote a song instead. When you hit a musical roadblock, what's your best way to get around it and continue on writing? Um, so I feel like when I hit a musical roadblock, it's probably because I'm doing something wrong and trying to write something that it's not meant to happen. So oftentimes it's good to just take a step back and let the music sort of speak by itself, if that makes sense. Um, and sometimes it's not me directing it. It's sort of the inner workings of, of the music. When you're writing songs, is there a, a particular place that you go to, either physically or in your mind, that kind of helps spark that creativity? I recently have just been writing in my bedroom. Um, I don't know what it is about it. It is so hot in my room. It, like, the rest of the house is... 70 maybe my room feels like a sauna um and maybe it's the heat that's like sort of getting those creative juices flowing but it's been working well for me kind of gives that like summer vibe yeah the summer vibe maybe if i sit right under my vent it's like just a heat wave immediately so maybe that's what it is so when you're writing a song about somebody do you tell them that song is about them or do you (laughs) let them figure it out um, that's, I mean, I've always contemplated maybe I should just, like, send the song in a text or something. Um, but no, I've actually never done that before. I, I like to keep people on their toes. And do they figure it out? You know, I don't know, <laughs> to be honest. As of now, I'm not sure. But if, if someone has a hunch, they should let me know because I'd love to hear their guesses. Cool. Well, share your website and your social media pages again for us. Sure. My website is yupingzoo.com, and my Instagram is at yupingzoo underscore. And spell that for us if you don't mind. Y-U-P-I-N-G-Z-H-U. So if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice, musical, life advice, anything that you know now that you didn't know then, what would it be? Um... Probably that things take a lot of time and hard work and things do not happen in the blink of an eye, probably. I I think when I first started doing music, I I thought it would be very, very easy. 
Um, but turns out that is not the case. So, what are some of the challenges you've had to overcome? Um, that's a that's a really good question. I think, especially in Nashville, I I at first I felt very scared and timid. It was just such a big world of possibility, and I knew absolutely no one. And it was very hard to sort of get that door open and meet people that would want to write with me. I I think I was 14 when I first went to Nashville, so I was a very tiny little girl, and everyone. I, I guess. It was it was hard for me to get rights with people, um, but I just kept working at it. I went to every single networking event there was that I could get into. I went, I played at every place that would allow a minor in, um, and and so slowly but surely things started. What was the response from the people you worked with in Nashville? I think the first thing was like, "Oh, you do country music," and then it was, "Oh, you're 14." Um, so a lot of surprise, I think, um, <laughs> but but I think it over time it it really ended up. Nashville is an amazing place, and I I love it, and it has been a really cool, creative place for me. Speaking of Nashville and overcoming obstacles, something that I've had uh, mentioned to me many times when I've had a woman on the show who performs country music is their anger, which I think hopefully is starting to change in response to country, especially radio, not acknowledging female singer-songwriters as much as male singer-songwriters. What are your opinions on that? Yeah, I definitely think that's that's a problem in, in general in the entire music industry and especially in country music. Um, I think it is so... I mean, the amount of men who get played on the radio compared to the amount of women who get played on the radio is just, it's so overpowering. Um, and obviously, I think also race is an issue in, in country, maybe not, I guess it's something that can definitely be worked on. Absolutely. That's Yuping Zhu. We're talking with her tonight on the tiny stage. She has the guitar. Let's do another song. Perfect. Um, this is the one that I was referring to earlier about the poem. Um, this one's called Love. Okay. Yuping Zhu on 95.9 WATD, we're on the tiny stage. I could feel the freckles on your face, I looked a mess, but you loved me just the same. And I could hear you breathing when you said how you don't feel the same without my head on your chest, nah, nah. Boy, I think I'm in love This is what I've been dreaming of I explode at your touch Oh, it's never and always enough You're forever and always Be the Pick me up in a flannel and jeans You keep it casual except when you're looking at me And take me to your favorite spot on the hill Watching the sun fall off the skyline And time stands still, yeah, yeah Boy, I think I'm in love This is what I've been dreaming 
Yuping Zhu on 95.9 WATD. Amazing. Thank you so incredibly much. Anytime. Talk about in more detail about how that one was written. Sure. So, um, yeah, I was going through my notes app and screenshotting my nonsensical lyrics and sending them and sharing them with my friends. Um, And I came across this one and it was literally just I could feel the freckles on your face I looked a mess but you loved me just the same and that was all I had and I had no idea what I was thinking at that point or what the context was of that but I immediately just sat down on the guitar and and played that riff that I had and and put some melody to that lyric and just continued writing it and it sort of turned into this very simple pure love song that isn't tainted by consequences of time or circumstance. It's it's just love. Would you say that you're more lyrical-based than melody-based when you're writing? I think in the past it was definitely more melody-based, but recently as I've been getting into more poetry, I've had a lot of fun sort of toying with lyrics and different different ways of of framing the same thing. So That's great. If you were to give advice to an aspiring songwriter right now, what would you tell them? I would say just let your passion and heart direct the journey and have fun on the journey. Don't worry about what's going to happen or or where you're going to go. I think sometimes just living in that moment, sort of throwback to if only I had an Airstream, living in that moment, I think it, it a lot of beautiful things come out of it. Like just letting the music take the wheel, you get to witness a lot of magical moments of creation. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more with that. The unavoidable question, which I usually start the show off with, but I'm moving this towards the end tonight, (laughs) is COVID-19. It's basically devastated the music industry from top to bottom, left to right. First of all, everybody in your family staying safe? Yes, we are. Thank you so much for asking. Talk about how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected your life and your music. Yeah, my initial plans this summer was to go to Nashville and just spend three months there. And obviously that fell through during lockdown and quarantine. But I think during quarantine, a lot of really incredible creative moments actually happened. And I I definitely took the time to just start creating as much as I could and adapting to the situation and doing everything remotely. I, I set a goal to write a song a day 
And I think I did that for about like three months straight over the summer. So I wrote almost a hundred songs in three months, which was really cool. And I found a bunch of different ways to create music. I got a lot more into producing my own stuff and sort of set up a home studio with a mic in my closet, which is very fancy if you ask me. Um, and and just started learning more about all of that at home. So Now, um, Airstream, is that when you produced yourself? It's not actually because I recorded it, I believe, in 20... 18 or 2019 so I was still up and about at that point um, but it was something that I decided to release over the summer nice so future projects do you think you're going to be self-producing those um that's definitely something that's on my mind I've been I've been working with other people remotely this past summer which has actually been working really well for me so I might continue doing that I'm definitely gonna try a, a few different things for sure let's think back to a better time when there was actually live music happening every night of the week yeah is there a favorite on stage live moment that you have probably when I played at the bluebird cafe in Nashville which was almost a year ago exactly to this day what made that memorable it was the absolute coolest night of my life um i basically i flew down just for that show which was crazy um but i was playing on the same night as craig wiseman who's an insane songwriter and he wrote boys round here by blake shelton so my mind was just completely blown (laughs) the entire time (laughs) That's amazing. That sounds like a great night. It was amazing. I, I need to go to Nashville. Once the pandemic is over, it's on my bucket list. Yes, do it. <laughs> Yuping Zoo is on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD, and we are up against our final break of the night. I think we have time for one more song. Does that work for you? Perfect. All right. More after this. 95.9 WATD and 95.9 WATD.com. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time this evening, welcome back to Almost Famous 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Tonight, it's the Tiny Stage Hour, and we're being joined in studio by Yuping Zhu. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for asking. My pleasure. Thank you for coming to the South Shore. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Is this your first time in this area? I think so. Cool. It's been awesome, though. Give an introduction as to uh, who you are for those who missed the first part of the show. I'm Yuping Zhu. I'm a 17-year-old country singer-songwriter from Andover, Massachusetts, and I'm currently a senior at Phillips Academy Andover, and I've been writing music since I was 12. Awesome. Share your website and your social media pages. My website is yupingzu.com, which is Y-U-P-I-N-G-Z-H-U. And my Instagram is at yupingzu underscore. Awesome. And there's some music out on the web, including a new single that dropped over the summer. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So you can find my EP Love Letters, which released in 2019, on all major streaming platforms like Spotify and iTunes. And same with my recent single, If Only I Had an Airstream. Excellent. Once live music is back in full swing, what's the first thing you plan on doing? Ooh, probably going to concerts. Yeah. Who's on your bucket list? Ooh, I actually made a list of people that I want to see. I definitely want to see Ryan Hurd. 
Um, I almost got to see him, but I was under the age limit, I believe, which was so devastating for me. Um, <laughs> and Ingrid Andras as well. Those are a couple. That's cool. So we have time for one more song before we wrap things up. What is uh, your final song going to be? This is called 1001. All right. Before you play it, introduce it, talk about it, tell us what it's about. Sure. This is one of the songs on my EP, Love Letters, and I sort of wrote it about a love that was as perfect as it was in the movies, but it was better because it was real. And and um, it's just about a lot of amazing things, and then the person that you're writing it about is even more amazing. So... Let's hear it. Thank you again for coming to Marshfield. Get home safely. We'll talk to you soon. Thank Best of you luck. Thank you so much. Thank you. I've seen a thousand things that have caught my eye Like the cotton candy in a Massachusetts sky The way the street smells after heaven cries An empty parking lot I stumbled upon tonight but they can't compare when you're right there It's like a magazine with you and me Take my hand, we'll go out for a drive tonight We'll stop and dance at a random red light The look in your eyes are bluer than the ocean against the green Stamp on a handwritten letter Jumping in a pile of leaves in mid-November Reading about a feeling in a book The living in real life is better Stop!